So two X's is a hundred and we, the food bank gives away a, a, around a hundred boxes of food every Saturday. Exploring Washington State podcast. Here's your host, Scott Cowan. All right. So I am sitting here today in Tyaton, Washington at the Box Gallery. My guest is Michelle. And Michelle's going to tell us a little bit about how the Box Gallery got started. And so I'm going to be quiet and let her talk. So Michelle, tell us the Box Gallery. How did it get started? Well, years ago, um, as part of of the whole movement that's happened in Titan, we bought this building with Ed and Mike, who now have gone on to buy other buildings in town. And then when our church closed about eight years ago, we moved the food bank to the backside of this building. And it has been there ever since. And then six years ago, a couple that lived part-time in Tyaton, Carrie and Karen Quint approached me and asked me what I would think about uh, opening an art gallery that would benefit the food bank. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I, I had no better idea. Before that, it was a thrift shop and, you know, it's been a few things, mostly just empty. And so Carrie did the design work and the volunteers all pitched in and put in a ceiling, polished the floor. Um, I used to have a clothing store. We brought the uh, cash wrap desk from my store. And these are props against the wall from our orchard or our son's orchard, I think. And so it's just kind of grown organically. And we had no expectation, which works out really well <laughs> with something like this. Uh, we've We've been so surprised and pleased that the gallery has grown and grown and become an actual thing in the valley and um it's it's done well so we take of our commission we um pay our expenses and then we have helped to uh, help financially with the food bank for the six years that it's been open so it's great that, that you're donating in in helping the food bank but to me Odd in a good way. It is. It's an odd, 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 odd relationship. So, mm -hmm. why do you think? So, why did they come up with the like the art gallery? Because you could have come up with could have been a thrift shop. It could have been an espresso stand. It, so many other things. It could be. What? So, is there? Was the art community growing here at that time? What was the, what do you think was their inspiration? Well, for me, I never cared what it was. It could be a feed store as long as it gave some money to the, right. to the food bank. But Karen had, is the former director of Foster White Gallery downtown Seattle. So she had that background. And a lot of people that have moved to Titan are artists and have art, art backgrounds. And so, to her, I guess it made sense. And mm -hmm. it's largely been a space for local artists to show their work and also to work in the gallery. And then we do have other people 
uh, from the Northwest. We have a show coming up in January with a woman originally from Ohio. So we're expanding our scope as time goes by. But I've said before that I don't know anything about running an art gallery. This is not my gig. I never (laughs) wanted this in my life. I, I do art myself. My mom was an artist, so I've kind of been, you know, marinated in it, but it's, it's just been something that people really, um, it resonated with them. They, they like it. They think it's wonderful. Um, I think that sometimes they think that all the money we make goes to the food bank, which is not true. And through COVID, the food bank has done very well in terms of people donating money. And, um, now that the, this, this gallery has become a 501c3 nonprofit. It is able to accept donations and apply for, um, you know, grants and things like that. How did you come up? Well, I say you, but the collective you, mm-hmm. how did you come up with the name box gallery and why? With two X's. So two X's is a hundred and we, the food bank gives away around a hundred boxes of food every Saturday to people in need in this area. That's a great reason. Yeah. That's cool. It is a great reason. I I was, I think what I thought was it was going to have something to do with apples because we're sitting in the middle of a, of an orchard area and it has something to do with apple boxes, but it was because you're giving away about a hundred boxes of food. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Our community is really small. It's about 1,200 people. And so to give to 100 families every month, that's a lot. Our percentage is quite high. That is quite high. And so, you know, there's a need and and the artists and the patrons really like the idea that they are helping out um, people that need need things. The food bank. How long has the food bank been in existence? It was 25 years probably or more before my time. Before your time. And um, it's just, it's, it's changed. Um, Paige Matson, who is a junior high science teacher in our school district, is the manager and has been for, I think, about six ish or seven years. And because of her, it's a, going concern. It's amazing. This Christmas, we're trying to give away a coat, a hat, gloves, a pair of shoes, a blanket, and a toy to 175 kids. And it's pretty ambitious, but I think we're going to make it. So how does the food bank go about doing this type of fundraising and organization? Well, we've never really been organized, but a friend of mine, (laughs) Sarah Holsinger, Uh, who used to be raise funds for um, the Union Gospel Mission has kind of adopted me. And so she is now doing th- that kind of thing for both Box Gallery and the Highland Food Bank. And so we are starting to get funding in. And it's a crazy world. I didn't even know that existed. I, I had no idea that, well, first of all, that people would send checks or that uh, you could ask for money from different foundations. It's super cool. Okay. How would you describe the galleries? How do I want to say this? Artistically, what is typically hung in the gallery? How, what's the style that the gallery brings in or does the gallery 
Is it Northwest art? I mean, no, it's really eclectic. It's, it's, I'm really, glad I'm stumbling because yeah, I know, <laughs> I, you know, can I say, I don't even have enough of a background to be able to explain it succinctly, but it is whatever somebody's doing. Okay. Our goal with this gallery is diversity and inclusion and all those catchphrases. Um, our community is, I don't know, 70% Latino. Mm-hmm. And so we, we strive to include the Latino um, population and those artists to, to show in here. It's, it's kind of something that's coming along. Uh, We've done some of that in the past, but with any organization, you have to bring in young people and old white people like myself have a house full of this stuff and they don't need any more. And, you know, you have to get rid of something and you've pawned off as much stuff on your kids as they'll take. And they refuse mine, at least they refuse. I I can't even believe it. And um, so, so we need young people that have houses with that, without all the stuff on the walls. And so, you know, it's, it's the same with any organization. You need young people to sustain it. Right. No, I'm laughing because my daughter who, who anyone that listens to the show, you don't know this, but anyone that listens knows Mackenzie is my daughter and she, she runs Explore with me, but she lives in Europe. She oh, lives in Austria and I'm convinced she moved away so that I couldn't keep giving her things to take. <laughs> so that's why I'm laughing so hard. It's I think she moved across the Atlantic to get away. Oh yeah. My kids live close and we have snuck things into their garages <laughs> when they weren't home. And eventually they see it and they how'd call us get, out. How'd this get here, mom? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So today, so when recording this, it's November of 2021. Why don't you describe, since this is an audio medium and we're in a visual space, what am I looking at on the walls here? What's whose Whose art is here and how would you describe it? So the name of the show is Textures. And so... Two of the artists are are fiber and textile artists. Uh, Nancy Gabriel um, does like rug hooking, mm-hmm. um, but they they become art by the time she's done. There are things that you can put on the wall. They're very unique, but they're again really tactile. Mm-hmm. The other the other artist that's a textile artist is Jackie Prout, who is our um, basically volunteer gallery director. We, we make people who are the least suspecting into <laughs> positions of, of um, <laughs> having to put out a lot of time. But anyway, Jackie, <laughs> Jackie does, uh, fabric art and in conjunction with her husband, who is a photographer, these, these people are all quite well known within our group of artists. Um, they have collaborated and, with with photography and textile art, they have put things together and and they they become something different, a different medium that doesn't that you don't usually see. And how long will this show be in the gallery? It's up for the month of November. And is that your typical length is a month each? It so is, you're, you're, except our Christmas show will go on for two months because everybody's kind of pooped by the end of it. And January is a low time for 
um, for gallery uh, attendance, and so we will leave it up for a while. the The show in December is for the volunteers and specially invited artists. Okay. So we'll get something like. 50 artists showing work it's a bookkeeping nightmare of which i'm responsible for (laughs) yeah so you're doing basically 11 shows a year then here yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well so that's got to be just easy to coordinate and you know no 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 planning ahead the thing is it's super hard it's super complicated she has shows uh uh planned into 2023 I, I stay out of it. I don't usually know what's going on. Um, we've, they've given us a book now so you can look it up. For the six years that this gallery has been opened, I've been pretty much clueless the whole time about what's going on. Somebody else is always in charge. Karen was the director um, until January or February of last year. And the next day we arm wrestled Jackie, Jackie into being the director. I would have thought it was just because she wasn't at the meeting. So you elected <laughs> exactly. her. You, know, you weren't here. So you got picked. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the six years, I'm going to put you on the spot and I'm going to ask you your opinion. This okay. is your opinion. I'm going to emphasize. Okay. This is the okay. opinion of one person. Okay. What's been your favorite show in six years? Your favorite show. <sighs> Man, that's hard. I know. Can I pick two? (laughs) Sure. Okay. I'll let you go with two. Okay. Years ago, Karen curated a kite show of all things. And they were kites of all varieties. And these artists were from the Seattle area. It was wild in here. That was so fun. It was so um, unexpected for me. And... I just, it was colorful. It was beautiful. It was happy. It was very up Uh kind of a thing. The other show that is awe inspiring is Leo Adams. Every time when he has a show, you might cry accidentally because it's so pretty and his work's so beautiful. What, what is his, what does he work in? What medium does he work in? He uh, works in acrylics and, um, that's mostly what he does. He also does three-dimensional things. Um, some of it is sort of native-inspired images. But, you know, he's got it going on. It's amazing. Okay. And he's in the in the valley, Yakima Valley? Yeah. Area. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kites, that's interesting you say that because kites can be pretty powerful when you see them. I mean, they're 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 crazy how intricate they can be i agree with you on that yeah um that would have been this would be an interesting were you hanging them from the ceiling or? Mm-hmm. yeah she was hanging from the ceiling you can see some hooks still in the yeah. ceiling oh, okay yeah okay yeah so you're you are you from this area mm-hmm. originally i'm an apple farmer's daughter and an apple farmer's wife yeah Mm-hmm. That sounds like a coal miner's. Oh, sorry. So, I know, barefoot uh, and pregnant. Uh-huh. Have you always lived in the region, or did you escape for some? Like so many <laughs> of us, you know, we wherever we called home as a kid, we're like, I don't want to be there, and then we end up back there. But have you lived here? Um, yeah, we we moved a hundred miles away for twenty years, but I was married really young, and we moved to the Columbia Basin, and 
Yeah, I have never been anywhere. Oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So, so what is change? Okay, so I, I stumbled upon Tiatin as I was telling you before, right? And had some previous guests on that on Tiatin Cider Works. Nothing about this little community, and mm-hmm. and Craig's like, no, you got to go look. And so mm-hmm. I had found your guys' site somehow when I was researching for them. Somehow when mm-hmm. I put in Tiatin Box Gallery Pub, so I was aware that this was here. Right. I wasn't aware anything else. So what's changed in this area in the last 20 years? What, what, you know, like yeah. everything has changed in the, every, everybody's neighborhoods, but in Tiatin, there's mosaic art. Mm-hmm. There's a really cool little town park here. That's just kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I believe you have a Grand Prix race of, of, I'll call them model cars, but they're, you know, they're not full size cars, but. Right. How did all this happen? Well, it this town was going the way of small towns across the country where people were vacating and they would go to town to do their business. And so the property values, you know, there just was nothing happening. Um, Years ago, the only time I came to Tyaton was to get a package at the post office. But (laughs) when my husband was a kid... His father owned the grocery store that is now in Tyaton made. Um, there was a pharmacy with a, with a soda fountain. And when we were first married, uh, his dad would take pity on me being out in the orchard forever and looking so bad. And he would say, go get some green rivers. Well, what the heck is that? You know, oh and gosh. vanilla Cokes and all that and bring them back. And so that was a pretty cool thing. And so, you know, the town used to be vibrant. There was a, <laughs> uh, a theater. There was a bowling alley. There, there was a lot happening, but you know, it's just like everywhere else. So since it's all, since it kind of disappeared and the whole Titan thing started happening, um, Rob and I have, bought up several buildings in the Rob area. Rob is your husband? Rob is okay. my okay. husband. Uh, we recently bought the, the gas station down here that Titan Arts and Humanities is renting, and that is their office. And they are, um, and, and I'm sure Ed will tell you all of this, They're, they are doing an after-school program for kids. Okay. Uh, we bought the old hardware store across the square, and that is artist studio space that we're renting to different artists. Um, he made a deal with Simplot about a block away to lease their building for a dollar a year. And he had welcome to Titan written on the side of it. And there's an apple in the window that I bought years ago. That was originally from the Hig, the Higgly Pig, wig, Piggly Wiggly, Piggly Wiggly, Piggly Wiggly, East Coast, like the forties. So that sits in the window. That was my first job. I worked at a Piggly Wiggly. Oh, really? I was a box boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Okay. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, that's, that's been a, something that he really wanted to do. Okay. Titan is where he grew up and, okay. you know, his heart is here and it's an opportunity to be a big fish in a little pond. You can really help people. So, but okay. All of that's true. Yeah. But what I'm as a very casual observer and, yeah, yeah. A, and very much an outsider, right? The abundance of art. Yeah. The fact that you have, art space for rent and you have somebody taking you up 
to rent the space. Mm-hmm. Why do you think there's this concentration of artistic talent here? Well, it's critical mass, I think, that, um, you know, the more, as I always say, you can't throw a rock around here and not hit an artist. There, there are a lot of them around, and the more there are, the more, you know, come because it's stimulating to them creatively and i don't know it's a welcoming environment for artists and they they feel comfortable and our what we do is kind of parallel to what mighty titan is doing we don't intersect particularly Mm -hmm. but we are kind of doing our own thing along those lines as I said before, it didn't have to be an art gallery. It could have been something sure. else because I'm about the food bank. But um, the, the art gallery has strangely taken off and um, we're kind of like a victim of our own success. <laughs> now we have to figure out what to do because we have a lot of ambition about where the art gallery will go. We'd like to have uh, – workshops, maybe artists in residence programs. And as I said, don't ask me what that means because I don't do this stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I leave it up to others. Okay. And um, they seem to be all enthusiastic and know what they're doing. And it appears that they do. So I just say, oh yeah, let's do it. But see, in my experience, what you you and your husband are doing, what the other guys are doing here isn't common. No. It's it's not typical. Right. And I think you're being modest and with we sh- modesty is not a bad thing. But I still you tell me there's a town of approximately 1200 people. Yeah. You have an art gallery. Across the street, we've got the mercantile that people can't see because I'm pointing, but you know, mm-hmm. the mercantile and I joked with you when I walked in there the first time and they're selling fills and clothes, which is mm-hmm. my head about Mm-hmm. came unglued and I watched as somebody bought filth and clothing. Mm-hmm. I would have never, ever guessed that. Right. You have an abundance of art, artistic talent here. And I, I mm-hmm. there's artists everywhere. You're absolutely true. But mm-hmm. like where I live doesn't have a real vibrant, or at least if it does, I'm not aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't have a real vibrant art culture. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of artists. So mm-hmm. why, you guys have you guys have started something you've 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 given birth to this artistic community right but it's art without in my opinion this is not a pretentious looking little town no it's it's very I don't know what the word I'm searching for is. It's a humble little town. Okay. Yeah. But yeah it's not pretentious. No. Mm-mm. But it's supportive of, of art. Well, I have to give a lot of credit to Ed and Mike of Mighty Titan. They're the ones that kind of started that ball rolling. And um, we had roots in the Yakima Valley, and we were able to support that whole thing by knowing people and knowing artists. Okay. And so I think that that forwarded it maybe more than it would have, but I, I can't take credit for that. And, and I'm not, I'm not saying you should take credit. I'm just uh-huh. saying, I'm just acknowledging that mm-hmm. your, your modesty is maybe a little too modest. 
Because the fact that you've got a studio spaces that you're renting to people is mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. The fact that, let me ask you, put you on the spot. How full are your arts? Your, are those spaces? We have one space left, and somebody is considering it right now. So yeah, yeah. So you're successfully renting out artist workspace. I mean, they're cheap compared to like Seattle sure. prices, oh, but well, yeah, yeah. But but mm-hmm. still, you, yeah. The, he, okay. Yeah. There's I can't think of the guy's name who's renowned. That's got oh Trimpin. You know. He's he's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So this this is this is interesting. It's yeah. fascinating to me. Yeah. And I think okay. So you said you know you guys had roots in the in the valley in the community and Ed and Mike were at that time outsiders, so they wouldn't have had those relationships yet. And you guys maybe that's how you were able to facil- facilitate. Yeah. But putting together some things you said earlier, you're an apple farmer's daughter. An apple farmer's wife. Yeah. But you owned a clothing store in Yakima. Yeah. I'm 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 failing. I'm, I'm giving you a hard time. Yeah. I am failing to see the direct connection. What yeah. inspired you to open a clothing store? Gosh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why I do a lot of the things that I do. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, I don't know. So what type of clothing store was it? Women's clothing. I did men's for a while too. But in more, I mean, you're wearing some intricate cowboy boots here today. You've got a a nice gold scarf on. You have fashion sense. Right. Well, we went downtown or I went downtown and um, had a store in the old railroad station freight office. And it truly was an expression of art. And I gathered together people that I loved and and forced them to work for me at slave wages. And I, this is kind of my MO. (laughs) I was just going to say, let's see. We we volunteer people who (laughs) I do. Mm -hmm. That's, that's my talent in in the world. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know. Um, you know, to who has been given much, much is expected. I really do feel I mean, privilege to be able to give back to the community. Well, so many people might have an idea, but they don't take action. And I think yeah. what I'm uh, what I'm hearing is you you just take action. Well, I you know I have way more ambition than brains. That's always been my ammo, and I'm half hyper. So you know, okay, just stuff to do. Mm-hmm. But I didn't do it all. You know, I said yes to other people who had an idea and I just let them run with it. I, I didn't micro. Well, I mean, how am I going to micromanage having an art gallery? All I know how to do is balance a till, which I, that was my contribution. And, you know, I think you're. I don't I'm, think you're. Okay. I'm really you, you, not trying to be no, falsely you, you, modest. You at might all. not be an art gallery director. You mm-hmm. you might not have the organizational skills and the outreach skills and blah blah blah. But it certainly sounds like you have the people skills to connect people and find the right people for the right position. I will take that. I that love is that. an incredibly thank you um, powerful. Yeah. skill set to have Thank because you. oftentimes people are in the wrong place yeah and they don't succeed or don't find happiness and fulfillment and having somebody who can go no you you come over here and you run this art gallery for a while mm-hmm. i don't know what just try it and mm-hmm. 
setting people on a path that's better fit for them. I, that's what I'm hearing a lot of. Mm-hmm. So this, this conversation is going to go all sorts of different directions. So I'm going to ask you another on the spot question. All right. You have a magic wand. Mm-hmm. You can add one business of one genre of business to tie it in. What would you add here? What we need is a really good grocery store with a deli. Okay. That was <laughs> easy. Know. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, just for a need. Uh-huh. Um, we we could use a pizza place. Um, it's just uh, support for the population. We Right now, there's um, a low-income kind of housing being built by the Catholic Housing Authority. Uh, there's another housing development of more expensive houses going in up north. So there are going to be people moving into the area, mm-hmm. and we have to be able to support them. So where is the closest full-size grocery store? Um, it's Harvest Foods in Cowichi. Okay. And yeah. we do a lot of shopping there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So me, what I would want. Yeah. And I would say this about every community. Ah. Where's a great place to get a cup of coffee? I'm all about coffee. So it's like. Well, you know, that's in the works there. The over at the Titan fueling station, uh which which is, you know, just opened not very long ago. They have all the equipment to to have an espresso stand and uh, it hasn't opened yet, but that that's in the works. Okay, Yeah. Good. (laughs) <laughs> and you can also, there's an espresso stand in the Panaderia. Oh, is there? Yeah. Okay. All right. What we haven't talked about yet is you are an artist. Yeah. You do sculpture. Yeah. So here you are being modest about art, but you are an artist. Yeah. As you said earlier, I think you were, what was the word? Steeped in it? Marinated. Marinated. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. How did, okay, so you're marinated in it, but when did you start, why, what, okay, what started, there we go. Oh, sorry. It's, our other, our other interviewees are here. Um, when did you start thinking about going into do, being, doing sculpture? Um, I think I told you that my mom was an artist and I took a couple classes at the local junior high junior college rather on <laughs> oh, yeah um on uh working on the wheel you know i don't think about things very consciously so the first thing i did one of my kids got married in the yard and i made 80 platters to give to the guests and they weren't very good but i had 80 80 i had 80 platters okay wait 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 we're you know, i'm not letting you off the hook you have to tell more about that story because that's that's an insane amount of, of, <laughs> yeah. I don't care if they weren't good or not. That's <laughs> regardless. Yeah. What on earth possessed you to create 80 platters? I mean, besides well, the wedding is, but- it was sort of half in my wheelhouse. I could imagine what they would be like. And I okay. sort of figured out how to do it. And I don't know. I, I just, um, I've been taking painting lessons from Brian Holtzinger, who's across the square, who is a very accomplished artist. And um, he always tells me that I work like a squirrel on crack. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I only have one speed. It's kind of fast. Okay. And All right. I do have um, friends that do sculpture and they they will say to me, you stay six feet away from my stuff because you're going to break it. 
because I'm flailing my arms around while I'm explaining something or another. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So it, let's go back. 80 platters. Was there a yeah. theme? Oh, I can't remember. They, you know, that kid's been married for a long time now, but um, <laughs> I've only been doing this for, I think, eight and a half years. I've only been doing art, not for very long. Okay. So just before um, I closed my store, and then from there, I started doing sculpture, and I cannot tell you why, but it's been so fun. It's just stupid how fun it is. I go into the studio, and artists will tell you this, and lose track of time, and I'm late for everything because I forgot that what time it was. I forgot to look at my watch. I think I'm hilarious. I laugh. Oh, my gosh, that's so funny. And so I am my own entertainment it's just a wonderful thing to be able to do such a blessing (laughs) sorry sorry (laughs) i are you working on any any pieces now i am i um am doing something of a woman sitting cross-legged and it's kind of Buddha-esque, except it's not a Buddha. So she's going to uh, be holding birds in her hands, and there'll be birds all around her. So where do you get your inspiration from then? I don't know. I I don't draw things. I'm very undisciplined about the whole thing. It just It's just in my head, and it yeah, just has some, to come something out. Something has to spark you. Birds? I don't know. Yeah. It's just, that's... I, I, I cannot tell you that. I, I'm just not <laughs> linear, you know, in all of that. But you just, see, what I, what I keep hearing, what I keep hearing from you yeah. is you just take action. I do. You just consistently take action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever shown your work here in the gallery? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want to take advantage of that that idea that you can. Hey, it's my gallery. I am showing. Uh, no, but um, Jackie, that's Jackie over there, um, kindly invited me to be in a show a couple months ago. And so once in a while I do. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And where, do you show it elsewhere? Um, I have some. Okay. I have a piece in the Larson Gallery Central Washington Artist Show. Um, I've been in shows where... People will say to me, but you're so weird. And you're like, ooh, is that bad? (laughs) For a while, it's okay. And then you're like, ooh, boy. Because some of the stuff is pretty raw. And you really are showing, as my mother used to say, it's like showing people your underwear. It's really personal. Okay. Um, And you're, you're asking for people to critique you. You know, that it's okay. It's allowed. So how has that been for you? It's great. I love it. I, I, I think it's really great. I've had my my garden. I'm also I also garden. My garden <laughs> has been on um, tours before. Oh, okay. and people, I love it when I hear them say, "I cannot believe she put that plant with that plant." I would never do that, and it makes it even better because it's fun to go against, you know, convention. It is. It's just great. So, what plants are you pairing that you shouldn't be? Oh, pairing? colors. You know, I put, I don't know, purple with orange or some (gasps) horrible thing like that, which pleases me to no end. Yeah. What, what, but okay. So I, 
I would, I would not be able to do th- that. I, I, I'm too insecure to, to, if I were to create a piece of art, um, that to, to get that, that feedback from people. Right. What's some of the, do you, what's some more memorable feedback you've but received? What, what you want, you want to do that. You want to evoke emotion. It's way better for have, to have somebody not like it than to just walk past it and they don't even see it. That means nothing to them. True. True. And you can't make things just so that they'll sell. Mm-hmm. You, or to me, you can't. Right. Um, I do make garden balls over there like crazy and sell those things, those deals that you put in the garden. Um, but if you do, you lose your soul a okay. little. Yeah. So what's some of the more interesting feedback you've ever gotten about your sculpture? That face really bothers me. <laughs> They'll say that but I like all the rest of them, but that face really bothers me. And, and so you want to say, so why does that face bother you? Yeah. And that's cool. Or they'll, they'll say, what were you thinking when you did that? And I used to try to explain it, but I can't explain it well because it's from some subconscious place. Uh-huh. And so you kind of end up saying, well, what does it mean to you? Because people bring themselves to any kind of artwork. They're half of the equation. True. That's a good point. And so, it's, it, it, you know, uh, Karen, that was the past director, used to say to me, people would want the story. And sometimes you tell them the story and then they don't want the piece anymore because it didn't, they don't, it leaves them out of they the story. They didn't see themselves in that story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, do you have with your sculpture? How size of these sculptures? What do you? Um, I've had a couple that are like, oh, like three quarter, okay, size, five foot tall, maybe four and a half. Yeah, five. yeah. Um, but people don't have a space for that. A lot of it ends up being outside. Okay, so these can be. Yeah, I have a piece in my garden right now that's kind of Frida Kahlo-ish, and she has a knife in her heart, which is kind of an anatomical-looking heart, but that was Frida Kahlo, and this one has apple branches and apples all over her head. I think she's just wonderful. It scared people when I showed it in the show, in the in the gallery, but that's okay. Well, you're invoking, you're, but you're invoking emotions and commentary. Yeah, which absolutely. Is, I guess- Super fun. It's really cool to do that. So how long does a, a sculpture, how long does a sculpture take from that? You might say you don't know where you got the inspiration, but you, yeah. when you realize, oh, I want to do this mm-hmm. to completion. And you said you're a fast worker and you're flailing around, but. It depends on how big the thing is. If it's small, I can get it done in a day. Okay. Or if it's large, you need, as I always say with clay, you need to let it sit and think about it. Okay. You can't work too fast because the clay won't allow you to do that. Okay. And it'll slump if nothing else. You've got to let it harden up. But but you're asking it on a cellular level to change its shape and you want it to stay that way in the firing. Okay. And so you have to massage the clay to make it accept you. So you mentioned you're doing maybe three quarter size pieces. Mm-hmm. 
how are you are you are you firing those in sections yeah, yeah okay the big ones have to be in sections I was say. yeah i have a big kiln that i don't use very often because it's really loud but i mean you could burn a body in that thing it's big good to know <laughs> well it is good and i've mentioned it to my husband on occasion <laughs> where is he by the way <laughs> we're kidding we're kidding <laughs> we're kidding oh my gosh <laughs> Where do you see your art going? What do you want to do with it? I don't know. Okay. I can't. I can't say what it will be. It seems like I think any artist will tell you, you go to a place, you find a place, you work and work at that thing. And then one day you're just sick of it and you do something else. Okay. Yeah. That seems- if, you, if you think about it too much, you can't do it. Oh, for me. For you. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your studio, you spend inordinate amount of time in there. You go in, yeah. you lose track of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always, you know, when I, my friends that are artists, the creative process, everyone's creative process in, 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 interests me a great deal. Uh-huh. So do you have music playing or is it a quiet space? How, how I, are, do you work? Um, I have books on tape. Okay. I listen to sermons. I listen to music. Um, yeah. Do you ever it's see any quiet. of that coming out in the in the art? Has has I mean retroactively? I mean, have you ever? Run, I was it's listening. a lot of murder mysteries. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're seeing a theme here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. That's actually really funny. <laughs> You're tongue tied, huh? I'm. T- yeah. <laughs> give, me, give me pause there. So. Uh, so when you're not doing all of this stuff, when you're not being, you know, a connector of people, because mm-hmm. I think that's what we could call you as a connector, mm-hmm. connector, and you're not creating the sculpture, what do you mm-hmm. do for fun? I love to travel. Oh. I love it. We have a trailer, and I think there's nothing more fun than getting in the trailer and just going someplace. My husband likes it organized and I like it unorganized. So away we go. So my idea of a great time would be to um, get up in the morning and say you want to go north or south, you know, and okay. just, just you don't be ever very say loose east or about west. it. It's or east or west okay. or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, so, so that's, you know, that, that and, to me is really fun. And how, how, but he's organized. Does that work for him or is he adapted to that? He's learning. He's learning. He's learning to let it go. Yeah. Okay. So where, mm-hmm. where was your last, where's your, where's your last little trip? Well, we went, we went, uh, fishing in Montana and Idaho. Okay. I have to kind of make this work for him. So he thinks he's having a good time. <laughs> and, uh, we went fly fishing and um, I won the contest because I got most biggest and well, I don't know, whatever the other best, because I got one fish and he got none. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you won all the awards. I won all <laughs> the awards. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you both like to fish? Well, kind of. I mean, I it's okay. I I fish because he kind of likes to fish. And whereabouts yeah. in Washington? Any good any good fishing places that he likes to go in Washington? 
Well, you know, we're surrounded by good places to fish here. You can go up to the mountains to uh-huh. White Passionate Pass and fish. My kids go down to Durano, which is near Durano. Uh, Durano. I don't even know what that means. That's a, it's, it's, a, a, it's a sink cleanser. That's, like, it is a sink that's cleanser, what I think but of. I think that's what he calls it. And it's down by Goldendale. Oh, Um I don't know where they go. They're okay. they're always going and doing that that kind of thing. I have two sons, and they grew up here too. Yeah, they and, went to Highland High School, and do they still live in the area. They do. So do they're they, in fruit business. They're in the fruit business. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, what fruit do you guys raise? Um, primarily apples. We have some cherries too. Okay. Yeah. It's a easy business. It's a super easy. You no. don't need to go to Vegas because you're you know gambling every day. Begging Mother Nature, please be good to me. <laughs> How was it? Were you impacted this year because of what was the fire that was? Um, the Schneider Springs yeah. fire. Was that? Was yeah, that- it was awful. It was a really hot and smoky year. Oh, yeah. I, well, because of the heat, the the year was early. Um, where our picking was early. Um, but I guess grapes wine grapes were really um, impacted mm-hmm. because that smoke g- goes through the skin and affects the taste right that's what i've I've heard as well one time i had to come down to look at something in natchez and so i came off the highway and turned you know turned right so i was heading west on mm-hmm. what is that highway 12 yeah and it was like i ran into a wall of, of smoke. I, I was it was like it was so it was bad. nothing and then all of a sudden, I couldn't see yeah. in front of me. I, driving through Natchez, I couldn't see the buildings on the side of the road. It was sad. It, it was really sad. Yeah, and it was. It lasted. I mean that that did not Months. dissipate. Yeah, it did not dissipate. It mm-hmm. was it started August like tenth or eleventh, and didn't end until October sometime. Yeah. So I mean, but the fruit business is you know, I joke because you're right. It's it. It is like gambling, isn't it? In a lot mm-hmm. of ways, so you have to be, I think, quite resilient to mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. But you guys have been doing this a long time, and you and your family. So, yeah. Um, why? I mean, what I'm saying, what I mean about that, you know, you just said it's gambling. It's we know it's hard work. Mm-hmm. Does it, oh, does it's it, a lifestyle, baby. Is it okay? Oh, so it's a great lifestyle. Me, I'm a city guy. Yeah. Explain to me the lifestyle. Why? I am so in love with the dirt, and so in love with. I don't know. I mean, you can you can kind of be lofty about it and say you're you're feeding the world, sure. and all of that is true. Um, but we live by the seasons, and uh, my husband was home when my kids were growing up, and he would come through and yell at him to stop doing something as he walked through the house, and people don't get that, you know, where the the parents are both around. Okay. Um, we so so my husband recently retired or sort of retired and so we you go into the question of what are you going to do when you're older and you know where would you want to be i would i would hate so much to have neighbors <laughs> i don't want neighbors we have neighbors but they're a long ways away and i i can't imagine my we t- we went with our grandchildren trick-or-treating the other night and we went to a neighborhood and you know lovely houses everybody's very nice it was super great but they're like cheek by jowl i can't even imagine and you know i grew up kind of in town okay but i just love being out in the country 
Love it. So how far are you from your nearest neighbor, if you will? Across the pasture. Okay. So, you know, an eighth of a mile. Not that. Okay. Not, not that. But yeah. But you're not hearing them having coffee, conversation over coffee in the morning. Oh, no. We hear people hunting. You know, they're okay. shooting guns. Yeah. That kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. So do you think you guys will retire in in the area i mean you think this is yeah we have to be a a pain to our children you know we it's important that we hang around so that they have to take care of us and where we are somebody has to have a tractor and a blade to get you out in the winter because of the snow right to to you know blade the driveway for you and you you have that we have that now but someday when i'm really old the kids are going to have to do it for me and they, they know that. And they know that. They have no choices. Okay. <laughs> okay. What do you hope to see in the next couple of years? Five years seems impossible to forecast anymore. I mean, mm-hmm, given. I know. So in the next couple of years, for in your vision, Box Gallery will be a big success. When it does what for the food bank or for the community? Well, I think that when it fulfills its mission, honestly, right now we are contemplating the possibility of moving the food bank to another building on the square. And at that point, box gallery would take over the whole building and would give us an actual office and workshop space okay and all the other things that we dream of and at that point it serves a lot of people mm-hmm. and it allows kids and young people and all those people that we hope to serve the opportunity to experience art in whatever form that is for them do you get a lot of people from the community coming in and walking through and looking at the art yeah we do um The shows that we have had that are by young people seems to bring in more, seem to bring in more young people. Okay. Um, But I think as time goes by and we continue to be a friendly place for people to see, I mean, we, we really are welcoming. We really want you to come in and look and you can ask questions or you can just get the heck out before it grabs you, you know, whatever works. Whatever works. Um, That, that I think is fulfilling the mission is, is to be an outright outreach into the community. And it's not just Tyaton, it's the whole Valley. Okay. How, uh, what are the current hours of operation for the gallery? Right now, um, well, like tonight, for the opening of this show, um, the gallery will be open from 5 to 8. Okay. And, but we're always open Saturdays and Sundays, 11 to 4. Okay. We look forward to expanding our hours and days open, but that's another dream that's in the future. But when for you rope now, somebody in for no pay to... Exactly. When you- <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody leave the least suspecting amongst us. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. What should I have asked that I haven't? What do we what what do we unintentionally not cover? You know, the only thing I can say is I don't want to be overly um humble or anything, but I will tell you that I get way more out of this than I ever give to anybody else. This is 
huge for me. I love it. I feel so privileged to be in this place and to be able to make a difference, I guess. Okay. All right. We'll put links to the, the website so people can take a look at Thank it. You. We'll put links in the show, show notes and all that. And uh, I think that's our cue. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate thank you your for time. Being, thank thanks you for, for making me uh, welcome. I hope it's okay. Yeah. It's great. Okay. Well, thanks. All right. <laughs>